purple line. Boom, 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 boom. It always, always shows up. It always shows up right on time. Oh, that's good. Purple line. Boom, 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 boom. It always shows up on time. Boom, boom, boom. Purple line. Boom, 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 boom. It always shows up right on time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Boom, 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 it always shows up right on time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now that you're waiting for the train to take you home, boom, 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 boom. You got your bag on your lap, you feel like a gnome, boom, boom, boom. You're humming into your smartphone right now. Bom, 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 bom. You see the train, you've been waiting there. It's right on time. Purple line. Boom, 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 boom. It always shows up right on time. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Purple line. Boom, 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 boom. It always shows up right on time. It always shows up right on time. It always shows up on time. It always shows up right on time. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, little train, bring my daddy home so his little kids don't feel so all alone. I got a bad desire. Oh, oh, all my fares soon do expire. Hey, little train, bring my daddy home so he can be here. So, so he can be here on Christmas at home. Yeah. So he can be here. So he can be here at Christmas on home. So he can be here at Christmas on. So he can be here for Christmas at home. I got a bad desire. Oh. Train fares soon to expire. Soon to expire. Always remember, ladies and gentlemen, APTA, America's best. Never forget that. We are on our way up to uh, Keichung. Gonna have the radio show today. Hello. Hello there. 
Yes. How are you? Great, how are you? Very good. And sir, you have to not throw away. Oh yeah. All there. So when did you start your day today? Uh, today's 5 a.m. Wait, 5 a.m.? Yes. Oh my goodness. It's Monday. And then how long? <laughs> it's Monday. And then so, um, what, how long are your shifts usually when you start at 5 a.m.? How long? Uh, yeah. my, oh, my shift. Yeah, like uh, eight hours, five hours. Right now it's going to be like a five or six because I'm on the way home now. Oh, okay. With you, I just well, oh, wait over there, you know, for a couple minutes. And I'm programmed to weigh my home. Oh, that's great. So this is good with you because you go downtown and you have to go 15 more minutes to go home. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I live from Downey. You know Downey? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's very good. Yeah, I've and talked with Uber drivers yeah. who can program it so it, they yes. let Uber know that by a certain time they got to right. get back, which is such an interesting idea, you know, yes. that that technology exists. Yeah, I just put over here, you know, they ask me that uh, I just rise on my way home. To wait, they try to find a rice. Well, so oh, yes, but sometimes it's nothing that you start walking. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> but, but most of the time, it's good, yeah. What, what's but, the farthest you've had to, you've had to drive someone? What's the farthest? Uh, I drive from uh, Isale from the college, the Ila Isale mm -hmm. College mm -hmm. to um, what is the name of this place by Pandeo, the next city, uh, Lancaster. Lancaster. Oh, okay. So you've gone one all the way out to Lancaster. Yeah, I've talked to a couple Uber drivers where the farthest they've gone was San Diego. They had to go all the way out to San Diego. Probably. I've never been to San Diego. I mean, Ubers. No. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I never been to San Diego. No more than one and a half hour. How, how long have you been driving Uber? About a year and a half. And do you do you enjoy driving? I like it. Yes. Yeah, you like driving. Yes. What are some methods that you have used through the years, or maybe you've never had this issue, but uh, you know, road rage, um, where maybe there's some questionable drivers. You know, people are slow, all that kind of stuff. How do you how do you sort of manage that within your own psychology? You know, without flipping out, or how do you just take it take it easy? How do you do I'll that? Yeah. It's always uh, intriguing to me how... But I, I know I'm, I leave my job eight months ago. I had almost eight years. Oh, wow. I'm a security guard. Oh, okay. And it's the money. It's okay. The job is so easy to, to be a full-time driver. Mm -hmm. You know, I work for Uber and Lyft, both. But now I'm trying to go back to work because I want my social security mm. but work you understand that right right here I worked for almost 30 years and I pay my, my taxes and everything mm -hmm. but now on this new job I have a couple friends and they say it's not a good idea to work to be by yourself you understand to, oh to work myself because this is like my own job you know right so, right you're in charge so, of when so you start to be sick I'm not gonna have uh, disability. Those mm -hmm. have oh, an accident. Yeah. I just, along with my insurance, the insurance never want to pay. So, 
I had no work, work spot here, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is very, hey, even the retirement plan, start, when I start work myself, I don't put no more money to my social security. Mm. You understand? So then I, I was thinking to buy to the force and work this like a part-time. Oh, yeah, do this part-time, yeah. right, right. And this is a little dangerous because, you know, you make money, you spend the money. Mm. You don't care about it. But we have to pay taxes at the end of the year. So I have to be prepared with my six or 7,000 probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you understand that? Wow. Because, it's... yeah, we made like a 60. So what are what would you say, what are your hobbies outside of driving? Like, what would... what? You know, what would you ideally like to be doing? Do you play music? Do you write? Do you uh, act? Yeah, I play music. I talk with my, you know, writers and uh, So you play, you play an instrument? Oh, you mean my... my like, yeah, like outside of Uber. No, like, no, what no, no, What no, are no. your hobbies and stuff? No. No, what I do is stay in home, watching TV. Uh, sometimes I go to the park with my grandkids. Oh, okay. No. And the weekends, I like to ride motorcycle. So oh, I cool. Go take a coffee or lunch with my wife. Someplace you got a motorcycle? Yes. Do you, do you like riding up in the canyons? I like it, yes. Yeah. I did it many times. I hear that that's one of the favorite places for uh, for motorcycle riders. They really like the canyons. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, the last summer, me and my, the group of friends of mine, uh, we go to uh, Phoenix. Phoenix? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we stay there, we do like a camping. The camping you know, the, the, oh, yeah. Back, yeah almost. Beautiful scenery out yeah, there. Oh, yeah. We have the sunsets, and you yeah. see the way that, oh, all those colors in the sky. Yeah, nice. So that's what I do, you know. Then, right now, I have no, no hobbies, you know, like uh, sports or things like that. Um, I'm an old guy. I'm an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy my grandkids, you know, they come home sometimes. That's all right. Do you, uh, what kind of dreams do you have when you go to sleep at night? What kind of, do, do you have, uh, do you remember your dreams? Dreams? What I yeah. dream when I'm sleeping? I was like, yeah, I always like you to know, know what people like to dream I, about. It's hard is that when I have a dreams, I don't have too many dreams. Really? Yeah. What are some of them that you might remember that were particularly dynamic? Like, do you have a dream remember, of UFOs or remember, flying? No. Or? Well, the last something what I remember is because my mother, she passed away, you know, uh, five months ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Five to months hear that. ago. And but two months ago, I think two months, maybe month, a month, month and a half, I talked with my wife, and I tell her I have a dream with my mom. Oh, you know. And I, uh, and I see her on you know, her house over there in my country, Salvador. Come on, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Salvador. And she do the, you know, the duties in the house and things like that. And we are happy and enjoy, enjoy it. And then I wake up and say, I do it with my mind. I see it at her. She do the duties in the house and we're talking. Wow. And she asking me, why are you guys talking? I say, you know what? I don't know what we're talking. I just know we're there. And that, that's wow. it. Wow. But uh, mostly at the times, I don't have no dreams. 
So the so your dream, how soon after after your mom passed away, how soon after did you have the dream? About a month. About a month yeah. after? Yes. That is such a common thing that happens with you know, with people, with loved ones, and you know, I've heard stories like that, and it's really fascinating when that happens, because uh-huh. you know, it's, it al- you almost got this idea that they're there to tell you, hey, it's all right, everything's you know, everything's right. just fine, and I'm, right. I'm, everything's great, you know, and right. yeah, uh, because I have peace with my mom, you know, when she left, everything was okay, we enjoy it. I go every two years over there, and then I, I bring her over here. She was a resident, but she don't like to live over here. Because uh, she she always over there. She's an old lady from over there. She said, "No, no, I don't like here because everybody go work and then just let me in the room oh. the TV on all day. I, I'm boring. I, I need to go my town." <laughs> so, so she she stayed in El Salvador. Yeah, El Salvador. Wow, wow. It's yeah. so interesting that you had that dream. That's so yeah. great. That's the last the dream what I remember. And you know, uh, I had dream too, too much. That's good. Do you ever? Well, you know, I have a friend who who doesn't remember his dreams either. You know, sometimes he doesn't remember his. Um, I was reading an article the other day about a guy who he puts on a a, well, sort of a camp where you Uh could go out there for you know a few days, three or four days, and they talk all about dreaming. They talk about lucid dreaming. Do you know what lucid dreaming is? Have you heard of that term, lucid dreaming? Like you are uh, awake and then you have an hallucination. Well, like yeah, it's very like while you're while you're dreaming, you actually feel like you are actually oh, there, you and know. you can feel yeah. the textures. Yeah, and that's happened to me when I was a little younger. Oh yeah, I, my dreams are very strange. You know, you are amazing. You, I dream, I have sex with the ladies. Wait, when you were young? Yes. Even when I'm married, maybe like 25 years ago, you know, I'm, I'm married. Mm-hmm. And then when I wake up, I'm, I'm wet, like I really do sex, you so know. So you really, really felt like yeah. you were really and there. Yeah, and I'm still feeling the, the girls, but I don't remember on my dreams. It's like, so interesting that? how that yeah. happens. You know, I've, I've uh, from the various uh, books that I've read and videos uh-huh. that I've watched, there is this theory out there that when we dream, that that world uh-huh. exists just as real as this world does. Okay. It's just as real. And um, there's an idea that when, when when we dream, you know, and we go to these other places, or, you know, if we have a dream, we go to another planet, or, or like okay. you're saying, having sex with, with, with the beautiful women, yeah. you're, it's actually a real thing that's happening in that reality. Oh, and uh, it's a very interesting, you know, when we think about that, like if that's the truth, Holy cow! You know what kinds of crazy things can we get ourselves into? You know, in a dream. If that's the case, what right. kind of worlds could we travel to? What kinds of yeah. conversations could we have? So it's interesting because that dream that you had with your mom, mm-hmm. there you go. That was you know just as real as anything that could happen yeah. in this reality. Then it's uh, that stuff just fascinates me. Have you ever had any um, uh, ghost sightings or a UFO sightings? Anything like that? No, you never saw a ghost, or did you ever had any friends who saw ghosts? Well, listen, uh, um, when I was maybe not younger, I'm like 35, 40s, like 20 years ago, a friend of mine, he was killing, you know, he was uh, the assault, you know, assault, oh. and, and they killed him, stolen their wallet. You know? Oh, jeez. Over there in South Central. 
Well, oh, oh man. Well, and, and on those three days, we're looking for my friend, me and the, and the family, my family. You know? Say, where is Jeremy? Because he's not coming home, and we don't know where is him, you know? Well, I had to go to work. I work on Temecula those days on constructions. And when I was sleeping, completely sleeping, because I can, I remember that, you know, and I can still feel it in my heart. I remember I was sleeping with my face to the wall, and somebody touched me with low, you know, like like with sweet. Yeah. And then I wake up, and I wake up, I'm awake. I, I, I remember that. When I'm awake, I see my friend Jeremy walking out of the door. And I know him because I know he's from from kid, you know. He's back, yeah. Oh my god! I gosh. see he left. He left, and now it. See, was Jeremy? See, even right now, you know, I can. Wow! I can wow! And then, two days later, my auntie called me. They also, you know what happened? Jeremy was dead. Say what? Oh. Was dead? They killed it. You know that. that Someone tried to rob him, huh? Yes. And take his. And he tried to. Maybe he can't tell me bye, you know. That's why what I mean, you know. Right, like he showed up to, right. let, to let you and know. And I told my auntie, dear auntie, you know what? Two nights ago, I was maybe sleeping at midnight or maybe more, and I feel it, Jeremy, he touched me like that on the back. And then when I turn it, I see him running out of the house. Whoa. So that's like that, you saw it, you yes, saw him run out of your yes, bedroom, and then did he just kind of disappear yes, once he got past the door? Yes. That's, that that's so the most, interesting. Uh, the most uh, uh, stranger things happen to me, you know, on my really life. When I can say, yes, I see the guy when he left, and I, and I feel him when he touched. Maybe the spirit, I don't know. But he, yeah. he got to tell me by. And uh, did you did you say say anything no, we to him? No, we don't talk nothing. Yes. So you just you just saw it happen, yeah. and it was surprising, yes. and you yeah. you might not have known how yeah. how to process that yeah. information at that point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I told my auntie, she, she got, he got to touch me, no, but he, he was dead. Oh my goodness. They, they, the, the police coming last night, and they say they find it on the street, you know, and they take it to the market because he don't, he's, when somebody stole your wallet, they tell all your information. Oh yeah, there's no way they of... They don't know. They have to wait until see who's looking for somebody, you know. And then oh, we report it to police and we go to everywhere, hospitals, looking for him. And then police say, yeah, we got one guy like that over here. Oh, uh, boy. Proceeded that was him. Wow. That stuff is so... That's Those kinds of stories just fascinate me. Those kinds of stories just fascinate me. Um, hearing the the UFO stories. Yeah. Um, um, the stories where Do people see ghosts. Like Do you have experience like that? Well... Long ago, when I was in Chicago, because uh, I'm from Chicago, and mm -hmm. it was a rainy night, and I was driving my car, and the windshield wiper mm -hmm. flew off, and so the one windshield wiper was going, eh, eh, eh. Okay. and so I had to get off the road and, and put it, I took this one off here, and I stuck it over there, uh -huh. and I drove into town, and um, I was supposed to meet some people in, in the city, and I stopped at a gas station and I just thought to myself, do I want to go or do I not want to go? Because um, I, I just I just felt like I, I just maybe I don't want to do it. But I looked up in the sky and so imagine like um, 
you know, what do they call that? A, uh, what do they call that? Where you see the buildings, you know what I mean? Like a, like a s landscape, you know, like the landscape where you see the, the buildings. And I saw a triangle-shaped, a slow-moving triangle-shaped... Oh, really? Uh, uh, ...machine up in the sky, slow. And then it would disappear behind the building, and then, boop, come out the other side, and then, boop, disappear behind the building and whoop, come out the other side and I saw it moving slowly in the sky and remember it was just raining out and I'm looking around and seeing if there's anybody else around me who <laughs> sees this and you know there's all this traffic and everything cars yeah, going yeah. and cars going and I'm wondering uh -huh. you know just as we're looking off that way right. you know and all these cars are driving in that same direction I'm wondering are any of these cars seeing what I'm seeing you know and <clears throat> I, ju I just sat there yeah and I just felt like, I didn't know what to do with that information. It was such an incredible moment in time, and I didn't know if it was a UFO. I didn't know if it was maybe... Well, you know, one time when I was camping with my kids, we see something moving in the sky. And they move it like a, like a light, or a ship, or something like that. And was another one waiting for that one. What? Front. Really? And they got to be together. And they separate. But I get information about that, and they say it was the NASA. They do some, some uh, uh, jobs upstairs, you know? Mm. Was, do you understand that? It's, it's NASA. Right. It's, uh, it's uh, rockets. Well, yeah. what's interesting is how does a rocket move uh, like that, the and then stop, one? and then go, and yeah. then... Uh, yeah. the, I saw... that. That's very interesting, and mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys were... We're very surprised when you saw that, right? Yeah, You're oh, going, what yeah. the heck? What do we see? What's going on? I get the my camera. Kid, my, yeah. kid, my wife, whoa. And then one of uh, my, my family say, no, you know what? I read it. The NASA do some job up there. And that's why those things move. Uh, and wow. then we put attention, and that's true. It's nothing beautiful, you know? It's something like a, like a mechanical. Mm -hmm, you understand? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can see that, you know? Because UFOs, they move it, disappear. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they'll disappear and they'll pop out of a cloud. And, yeah. You know, disappear. some people have seen yeah. UFOs with a special... There was a, um, a documentary I just saw, uh -huh. and it was called The Man Who is Cursed with Seeing UFOs. Uh -huh. and, and it's about a guy who lives in Monterey, California, and he okay. sees UFOs in the sky all the time. And he has a telescope, a special telescope. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, you're going to stay on this left side here, on this left side. Yeah. I know it's kind of a tricky the way that the street moves, but if we were on that side, it would take us well, right back to the freeway. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah. And he had all of this video footage, all of this evidence uh -huh. and um, of seeing these, these lights up in the sky. And he has a special telescope in the daytime where it can see infrared. Um, you know what infrared is, right? Yeah, yeah, where it's... Yeah. So... At nighttime. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, he would look through it but in the daytime and it would switch it where he could still see the shapes of the UFOs up in the sky uh -huh. in the daytime uh -huh. with the special telescope and everywhere he went he would see these things and really? just like what you're describing he saw you know there were two of them and then another one would appear and it would slowly move to the middle of them and then another one would appear and so there were about six or seven those of them six, uh, those, those things that, that, that really exist oh, it's amazing yeah it's so amazing huh yeah so, oh, okay yes, you can drop me off on anywhere on this little side here. Okay. All right, sir. This is nice great. And what is your name? Uh, Nelson. Oh, Nelson. Nelson. I'm Nelson. Kurt. It was okay, a pleasure Kurt. meeting Thank you, man. You. Thanks for, you thanks for the great conversation. Thank you, sir.
Take care. Thank you. That was great. That was a great UFO story and ghost story. Hi, we're Tape, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Or if you want to say, you know, your names, point out your names from Tape, you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Hi, we're Tape. Yeah, hi, we're Tape. Okay. You want to do it? Uh, You can do it. I'll do it. Inspirato. uh, Inspirato Projecto. Hi, we're Tape, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. On K-Chunk. Hey, this is Tape, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto on K-Chunk. Grayson, would you like to do one? Sure. This is award-winning producer Grayson Brook, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. So I'm heading on my way back now from the radio. I had a great show. It was a great show today. They're really cool. And uh, it's just fun to geek out about Batman and Joker and all this, all this various stuff. So that was a lot of fun. And now, uh, ideally, the uh, well, you never know. You never know. This might come out first, or the mixed cloud. Uh, which, by the way, we featured some uh, song by Tubes. We featured a song by the band Tape. We featured a song uh, by, um, oh, God, who are those other guys? I know there were three, three songs I think we played. Oh, Ballroom Blitz, Ballroom Blitz, Ballroom Blitz, yeah. Uh, Ballroom Blitz, song by Tape. Ballroom Blitz. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. So that'll go up on the... Uh, that'll go up on the... Uh, the website, on the Mixcloud page. Because they allow for uh, mixtapes. They allow for full albums, DJ sets. So that's a perfect spot for something like that. And then I just reserve podcast stuff for podcast stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's... Uh, uh, wait. So an idea came to me. So I just thought about a tour guide. That's that's right. That's why I even started this in the first place. I've got so many ideas now. I just unpacked a lot of a lot of ideas. Big time brainstorming session with uh, the guys from tape. Uh, so... I thought about the tour guides. How they drive around on their buses and they'll take you to some of the uh, celebrity places. You could easily hire uh, celebrity impersonators to stand out in front of certain areas where that tour bus is going to go by and, and they just wave to them from the bus. Uh, so I was thinking that would be fun. Also, I was thinking, you know, how many times do these tour bus tour guides point out someone? Or something that's going on over there that is just that is just not what that is. So then let's say you see a guy walking down the street who looks like uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh wow everybody, check out to the left there. We see Jeff Goldblum. 
the fly himself. Also, an amazing jazz piano player. And would you and would you believe it? And would you believe it? He jams along with uh, RoboCop. RoboCop. I think I'm moving too fast, right? When you look at yourself walking in, in, in a mirror from the side, you might think to yourself, yeah, that's the way I was born to walk. That's the way it, it ought to happen. You might look at it and go, what the hell? I don't want to look like that when I walk. So it's just the idea of like posture, but not sticking your chest out. So I have a problem with that. I need to issue, need to issue. I have an issue with that. So I just need to try to figure out how to do the best posture, not be hunched. I think when you're in front of a computer all day, you're going to eventually sort of become hunched over in the way that you are. I'm always, always just scrunched up while I'm over there. It happens to all of us. It happens to the best of us. Some of us are doing it in a cubicle. Some of us are doing it in a cubicle. Others of us are... Uh... Oh, I misplaced the microphone. So let's, let's say a silent prayer. And also, just a simple like, hey, you know, kind of like uh, the Matrix kind of thing. Like, okay, it's right. You know, you got it. You got it. There is no spoon. That type of thing. Getting into that habit. There's no spoon. There we go. There's no spoon. So the, uh... So the, uh... Microphone. Went somewhere. Where? I do not know. The universe knows. The all that is knows. So I'm just I'm picking up wild sound as we're walking through here. So you can kind of get an idea. Maybe there is a big difference, maybe there isn't. Either way, it's 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 worth the experimentation in sound. That is for certain. That is for certain. I'm standing in the spot that I usually stand in after after my Kechung times. I have my rainbow moonstone in my pocket. Hold it up to this side because I think that's probably the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do at this moment in time. Hold up your rainbow moonstone. Well, it's got a it's got a certain shine to it. It's got a certain uh, prism to it that you know when you when you combine that, it's incredible because you're you're amplifying the synchronistic qualities of it. Now, of course, when you add. Uh, an amethyst to the mix, ladies and gentlemen. Amethysts amplify. From what I've read, from what I've read, I am no uh, geode uh, 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 crystal chief by any means. However, the little I read, the amethyst stone amplifies the intention amplifies the intention. It amplifies it. Quantifies it. Amplifies it. It fucking quantifies it.
Hey, Mr. Carter, it's quantifying, Mr. Carter. Quantifying, electrifying. It's over there, it's doing what it's got to do, Mr. Carter. It's, got, it's doing over there what it's got to do, Mr. Carter. Oh, yeah. Wow, that was great that he's, he brought up You Sound Like the Joker, because that is so funny. I was heavily influenced by those early shows. Those early Batmans. Batman. Hello, Mr. Batman. I'm Mr. Spiderman. Hello, Mr. Batman. Batman. I'm Ironman. Ironman. My name is Spiderman. Hello there, Mr. Spiderman. I am Superman. Yes, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Oh, here it comes. Here comes the train. This is the train that we've all been waiting for. Here comes the train, yo, here comes the train. This is the train that we've all been waiting for. We've all been waiting for. We've all been waiting for. What do Gregorian chants, Indian, medieval, and 20th century minimalist music have in common? The drone, a part of musical history for thousands of years. It continues to entrance us today. Now, eight sound artists have transmuted their drones into an immersive cinematic experience. Join us for the Drone Cinema Film Festival on Saturday, January 19th at the Highways Performance Space in Santa Monica. A mesmerizing evening with cinematic tapestries woven from the drones of light and sound. For more, visit highwaysperformance.org. Where did my microphone go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did my microphone go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did my microphone go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did my microphone go? Go where did it go? Where did my microphone go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did my microphone go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where am I?
go, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a Dr. Bay. So one of the uh, main conversations we talked to today in the studio, which I'm so excited about, is the idea of a land that you set up, a certain plot of land, you set it all up perfect for marionettes, perfect for uh, Muppets, perfect for puppets, perfect for uh, kabuki theater style stuff, and you have certain people live in that world for maybe a month or you know who knows how long, and uh, they do certain things each day with each of the Muppets and uh, maybe they have to solve a mystery uh, maybe they each have missions and they can cross cross over missions and choose other missions um, so I'm imagining that it's a world filled with puppets so these people get that opportunity of seeing that what that's like to live in a sort of sensory street type uh of world and so that was something that just popped in my brain again the other thing is uh, I just ran across the street ran across the uh, it was blinking there was like six six seconds left on a clock and there's a mother and her little do uh, daughter and they went bolting across the street with six seconds left on a clock and I realized okay if a mother and her little daughter are, are gonna book it if they're gonna if they're gonna dare and just like jolt right across the street like that well then certainly I gotta so I said okay I'm protecting them I'm protecting them I suddenly imagined it was like a superhero I suddenly a superhero carrying this laptop on my bag I'm saving them this idea of you know the cars will hit me first how noble how noble how gallant Dear sir, that's very gallant of you. That's very, very noble of you. Are you noblemen? It's very, very chivalrous. Are you chival chivalry? Chivalmen? Are you chivalmen? So yeah, a, a world filled with Muppets. You get to interact with them. You get to talk with them. I think it'd be a hoot. A hoot. I never use that word, so you know when I use it, I mean it. I'm imagining, you know, uh, uh, creatures popping out of the side of buildings, um, out of the ground, you know, out of manhole covers, like, you know, the top scoots over and some creature comes out. Uh, trash cans that you don't actually throw trash into, but you got, like, that Oscar the Grouch type of character. You could have all kinds of crazy sort of mythical creatures walking around town. Like when we were at Disney, there was a guy who was dressed up like uh, Groot. Looked awesome. This costume looked phenomenal. It was tall, too. So imagine you got, well, heck, I don't, maybe the guy was tall. Maybe he was just my size. But it made him look tall. But imagine if you could put a tall guy inside of something that makes you tall already. Oh, boy. You got that thing walking around town? There's something on uh, Venice Beach. It walks on these stilts. And it looks like it's made out of sticks. It looks like a walking sort of tree creature slightly. And it'll just walk and then it'll stand there. And it'll just pose in these little directions, these little areas. And you just, you know, you see it. And people could take photos next to it.
quite intriguing. I'm going to be uh, going out to Arizona to visit my friend. So we shall see some of those uh, beautiful sunsets, sunrises. Drink lots of good coffee. Play lots of video games. Watch lots of Doctor Who. I haven't seen any of the new uh, Doctor Who's with the lady. I haven't seen most of them with the guy who who was, uh, what was his name, Capaldi. I've only seen a few of those. Um, but I trust the show's in good hands. I've gotten some reviews from some folks and uh, I've heard some good stuff. All right, folks, this is all we're going to do right now. I will add this to the episode, and then ideally I'll get this up. I don't know if I'll be able to get up today's K-Chung podcast. However, we'll see. We'll see.